Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the 2019 Embodied Astrology Horoscopes. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology Podcast. The audio recording you're about to hear contains a 15 to 20 minute summary of the year ahead. Please make sure to listen to the horoscope for your rising sign, as this will be the most accurate. If you don't know your rising sign, you can get a free chart at astro.com. You can also listen to your sun sign horoscope for information on soul-centered themes and your moon sign horoscope for information on relationships and family. These horoscopes are given with an emphasis on self-growth and personal awareness. My hope is that they'll provide you with inspiration and support to live your life authentically, to build relationships that are deeply nourishing, to pursue work in the world that is fulfilling, and to recognize and live into the ways you uniquely can participate in shifting our collective consciousness towards greater compassion and healing for all beings and for the planet we share. If you enjoy your horoscopes and want to learn more about astrology, please check out my website, embodiedastrology.com, and the post for this episode where you can find 2019 affirmations for all 12 signs and a link to my podcast where I'll give a longer report on astrological themes for the upcoming year, as well as a guided meditation to support your journey through the year. Additionally, I offer monthly Zodiac journals for astrology students and enthusiasts. We're about halfway through Capricorn season now, and Aquarius season is just around the corner. These journals will help you plan for the upcoming month by giving you detailed information about the season, lunar cycles, and planetary transits. The journals are available for single purchase, but they're also given for free to my monthly subscribers. You can subscribe at any amount per month from the site by clicking the Donate and Subscribe button. Finally, for those of you who really want to work with your personal astrology this year, check out my 2019 Year Ahead online class, available from the shop on embodiedastrology.com. This class includes a detailed presentation on planetary transits and aspects in 2019, and will teach you to apply this information directly to your own natal chart. Along with the recorded content, you'll receive a package of easy-to-follow handouts and worksheets, a 2019 lunar calendar and planetary aspect guide, and suggestions for personal practices to survive and thrive in the year ahead. Thank you so much for listening to Embodied Astrology. Now, on to your horoscope. Hello, Aries. Thanks for listening. Happy 2019. Checking in with your chart for this year, it looks like the place where you're going to receive the biggest growth, opportunity, expansion, and luck is in your higher learning So if you are someone who is pursuing studies right now, or if you're someone who is endlessly curious and a lifetime student, or if you're someone who's just deciding that they want to maybe pick up a new passion or learn about something new, when you develop your mind and open your horizons and start to think more broadly or maybe start isn't the right word, but when you consciously expand your mind and when you pursue these kinds of opportunities, you are held and you are supported. Now, I do want to say that consciously choosing to expand your mind does not necessarily mean learning formulas. In fact, you would be better uh, supported and better off pursuing esoteric kinds of philosophies or open-ended questions. So this is not necessarily a time when you're all about learning some kind of new skill, although skills for study and learning are definitely highly figured in this, but really your goal and your intention is to 
open up to new ways of thinking and open up to new ways of knowing. If you are really working your mind very hard and engaged with some study or activities that really have you in a a highly mental place, you may need to take some time this year to give yourself um, conscious periods of rest. This is particularly true in January, June, and September. These are all months where mental tension is potentially increased if you're really trying to figure something out. Now, If you're engaged with opening your mind through maybe non-linear processes, through association and associative exercises, any kind of creative exercises would fall into this category, Um, any kind of embodiment spaces or experiential paths could fall into this category, and also any pursuits um, around what I'm going to kind of define as the difference between religion and sacredness. So any pursuits around sacredness where you're really seeking the gods, goddesses, spirits of your understanding in the everyday and looking for the higher meaning in whatever it is that you're learning and then letting that meaning filter into you through maybe symbolism or, again, associations or some kind of um, non-linear process, then these periods of time can be incredibly fruitful and productive. So basically, in January, June, and September, open your mind um, and open your mind beyond formulas. Get past any kind of ideas of what this will look like. And if you have deadlines for yourself or things that you're like, I really need to do that, or I need to understand that, um, you'll actually potentially get further if you drop back, listen to your intuition and take nonlinear routes to knowing. You might be surprised at how much you actually know or what kinds of information becomes available to you when you're not really trying for it. And this is really a theme all year. There's a theme around listening more deeply to your intuition and connecting to spaces and knowledge and guidance that come from more unseen, intangible realms, but then permeate into your everyday and permeate into your conscious mind. Any kind of um, paths that you're pursuing that have to do with uh, philosophy, religion, esoteric thought, um, any kinds of pursuits that you're pursuing that has to do with understanding and seeking out difference, and this can include travel or relationships with people who are very different than you, learning different languages, stuff like that, that's all really supported for you this year. So one of the main takeaways is open your mind and let your mind be opened. So you don't need to do that much, actually, except just have the intention and be open to all the different ways that you can learn and the opportunities that are presented There's a significant amount of work that you're doing and a lot of your efforts are concentrated towards your path this year. This may mean your professionalism, your career or vocation. It can also mean your basic identity as an adult and as a person who has some degree of agency or impact in the world. 
you're really wanting to figure out what it is that you do and how it is that you're going to do it. Over the last eight to 10 years, there have been probably some pretty big and maybe scary feeling changes that have come onto or into your path. My hope for you at this point is that you recognize that these changes have in their essence um, been opportunities for you to let go of what actually doesn't serve you. So if sometime in the last eight to 10 years, you were swept off your path in some way, or you faced challenges or hurdles in the work that you do here um, in your life, in the world as an adult, if you were really pressed to figure out how to rise to an occasion, or if you felt beaten down by the occasion, um, now is the time that you start to rebuild and restructure from those events. So all of 2019 and into 2020, you are restructuring and reforming around this concept and idea of who it is that you are. The, the idea of you is becoming more solid and I think more sustainable. You might be able to now see or begin to see how any kinds of dramatic or drastic feeling events um, in the past are actually gifts, that they're, they were gifts in hiding, and whatever uh, um, transpired as a result of them has led to a deeper prioritization of what is truly authentic for you and what is truly important. This is um, an opportunity or a moment for you to really start to shift your values and value systems and your relationship to what is valuable. As you move into this uh, restructured idea, this, this more clarified idea of who you are in the world and who you're going to be, your values are, are really up for question right now. And This begins in 2019, but is actually a phase you're going to be moving through for the next seven years. So some questions to ask yourself at this time really begin with your value systems. What do you think is important? What is the definition of success for you and why? So don't stop at the what. Ask why and look for ideas about values that have been imposed from authorities or social orders or mm, your yourself, <laughs> ideas that you had maybe when you were younger about who you would be in the world. Look for for the value systems that have been imposed that are outdated. So if when you were a kid, you wanted to be the richest person on earth, and you've really structured a lot of your life around making money, it may be that you are having some different kinds of realizations around money at this point and the things that you can do with money. So you might still be very money-oriented, 
but your goals may now be less self-serving and more altruistic. Like if you can make a lot of money, you can do X, Y, and Z things with it. You can help these people, et cetera, or somehow contribute to this, this greater cause, um, and, and so on. So it's not necessarily that you have to change your value systems, but you really want to understand their nuance and you really want to understand what it is and why it is that you are working for the things that you work for. The ways that you are engaged with and in relationship to resource are potentially Um, liberating relationships right now when you ask yourself what and why. So money is is kind of the the thing that we're all tied to at this point, you know, living in a a capitalist unreality, (laughs) as it were. Um, But how we relate to money actually has potential in it to be liberatory for ourselves, but for everyone around us. And this is the kind of thing that you want to do right now. You want to figure out how to be in different relationship with resources. You want to figure out how to move out of scarcity thinking and into an abundance mindset. You want to be resourceful. And that means seeing all of the ways that you are benefited and supported and uh, given to in your life, not just through cash, but through the oxygen that you breathe and the um, beautiful sunset that (laughs) allows you 10 seconds to really relax your brain and the relationships that you have and really start to embody uh, a spirit of gratitude um, for the world around you and for the people in the world around you. And the more that you live into a space of gratitude and abundance, the more exciting it becomes to work with your own value systems and the more expanded you become in your self-worth. So this place in the chart, which is commonly given to personal assets and finances, really needs to be understood in a more critical way and in a deeper and I would say more sacred way for you right now. Your relationship to support and to abundance is one of the ways that you can grow um, most profoundly and make the biggest leaps in the next seven years. The more that you pursue an abundance mindset, the more you bring an attitude of gratitude into your daily life and rhythms and intention, the more you are given, um, the more you allow yourself to receive, etc. So spend the next couple of months this year doing some unpacking around any ideas that you've been carrying with you about who you should be and what you should do and what your notions of success are. These are ideas that are ready for an update. You're ready to work with um, new ways of being in the world, a new sense of inner stability, a new sense of um, completeness and inclusion uh, in your body, in your psyche, with the world around you. And this then helps you clarify your mission, clarify your intent, and 
give and receive in ways that really support what it is that you are here to do. This year is also the beginning of a nine-year cycle that the main theme of is ego healing. All of what I've been talking about so far is part of this. You are ready to come into yourself in a very different way. You are ready to stop doubting yourself, to stop apologizing for yourself, to stop disbelieving in yourself, to stop hating yourself. When I say self-hatred, there can be a, a twinge, I think, for a lot of people because hatred is such a strong word. I've found in working with myself and in working with clients that hatred is actually at the root for a lot of us with our dysfunctional behaviors. And how I would define this emotion or sensation in a deeper way is the ways that we separate and disown ourselves. And um, these are kind of the, the fragments, the fragmentation of our beings that are the result of a whole lot of things. So this definitely can have ancestral origins. It can definitely have a lot to do with the ways that we're raised and entrained um, by our families and in our relationships and by our cultures, etc. But everyone, for the most part, is carrying seeds of self-hatred and has been cut off from themselves at certain points in their lives. Over the course of the next nine years, your work is integration and reintegration and a very deep and profound self-love and path of self-love. And what you'll find, I think, is that the more you really love all the parts of yourself that you have turned away from or that you felt the need to cut off, to hide, or to somehow get into some funky place with, like you're going to find them, feel them, and then bring them in. And the more that this happens, the more capacity you have to be in relationships and in relationship to your work and to your path in a way that feels gentle and easy and so fun. And so as we go through this period of ego healing, one of the best results that's going to come out of this is more fun for you, more feelings of strength, more feelings of um, the kind of self-awareness that allows you to make really the best choices that you can for yourself to open up your energy, to love and to be loved and um, to, yeah, to, to choose what it is that you want to be putting your time and attention into that's going to have um, the best outcome for you and for how you want to feel and what you want to be uh, in the world. So the summary for this year for you is that this is a year of really coming into yourself in a whole new way. This is a year for you to dig deep into your intentions and the foundations that you have built for your choices and behaviors and to clarify how you want to continue to build and what you want to continue to build. Over the course of the year, there will be a couple of times that are important for you to give yourself pause and reflection. During the month of March, you may need to have extra sleep and space for yourself to um, 
Mm, just be a little dreamy. You don't need to move fast that month. There's a lot of information for you that is coming from the kind of unseen and in-between places. And the only ways that you can really access that is from a space of non-doing. In the month of July, this is a really good time for you to pay attention to your family, to be with the people who you love and who you're close with, and to put a lot of um, efforts into renewing or reframing those relationships and um, finding the ways that you want to be in your home life and uh, with your attachments. And then in November, um, this is a period of time when you're well supported to reflect on emotional entanglements, debts, inheritances, and otherwise kind of sticky places that you may be in with um, important relationships in your life. You really want to disentangle yourself from attachments that are feeling icky or unhealthy, and you also want to strengthen and uh, prioritize bonds that feel like they serve your empowerment. That's the summary for your 2019, Aries. Thank you so much for listening. I'm wishing you the best in this year and beyond.